Amen. Hey, can we give these guys a hand? Wasn't this awesome? I give thanks to God for these people, for their hard work and their practicing and all that kind of stuff. We are grateful for you. Hey, as you guys have a seat, speaking of being grateful, I have good news, okay? You guys ready for some good news tonight? Might have to step back as you sit down or something like that. So the good news for tonight, only 10 more days until Thanksgiving. So here's what I want you guys to do. I want you to quickly turn to somebody next to you and give like a 30-second spiel of what your Thanksgiving is going to look like in 10 days, okay? What's Thanksgiving look like? A tradition? The person next to you, you got 30 seconds each. On your mark, set, go. Okay, so Thanksgiving takes place in 10 days, which I think is pretty exciting. Uh, Here's what Thanksgiving is going to look like for me. On Wednesday, uh, we're going to have a big Thanksgiving feast with Stacy's family. Her parents live three hours north. They'll come down. Her brother lives in St. Louis. He'll join us, and we'll just eat a lot of food like all day long on Wednesday, okay? On Thursday, on Thursday... I'll have another Thanksgiving feast with the aunts and uncles and cousins on my mom's side. And there will be like 30 or so people at that Thanksgiving party for lunch. A few hours later, at 4 o'clock, there will be a third Thanksgiving party for my dad's side. And my aunts and my uncles and my cousins and their kids and their kids' kids and their kids. There will be like 100 people at that party. And of course, we will eat again. And sometimes I wonder if Thanksgiving tends to look a little bit like this video here. That guy ate 70 hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes. I don't know what kind of trophy they give out for stuff like that, but that cannot be good, I don't think, right? And that guy set a record. Apparently, this is an annual tradition. This was the 100th, uh, you know, competition of eating hot dogs in this place. I find that to be kind of disgusting, actually. How do you even practice for that, right? Hey, here's an idea. This is what I want to do when I get big. Um, Friends, may you enjoy your Thanksgiving next week, but please pace yourselves, okay? Pace yourselves. Tonight, I want to look at a story that takes place uh, a few days before a big biblical feast, Uh, a great story that centered around actually a lot of food. So here's a story from John chapter 6. John chapter 6. Jesus went away to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, and a large crowd was following him because they saw the signs that he was doing on the sick. Jesus went up on the mountain. And there he sat down with his disciples. Okay, so I'm going to read a little bit and then say something here a second. All we know here is that there's really a lot of people that are following Jesus. All right, there you have it. Uh, Verse 4. Now the Passover, the feast of the Jews, was at hand. The Passover, also known as the Feast of Unleavened Bread. It was a big celebration. It was one of the, the three holiest festivals of the year. It was a feast. Bread was on their mind, okay? 
verse 5. Lifting up his eyes then and seeing that the large crowd was coming toward him, Jesus said to Philip, where are we to buy bread so that all these people may eat? He said this to test him for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, 200 denarii would not be enough bread for each of them to get a little bite. 200 denarii. Okay, so a denarius was a day's wage. So hypothetically speaking, you make 12.50 an hour and you work eight hours a day. That means you make $100 a day. Times 200, 200 denarii would be 20 thousand dollars. And Philip is saying to Jesus, look, $20,000 worth of bread would not be enough to feed all these people who are here. For them to even have a bite. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, there's a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish. But what are they For so many. Andrew comes to Jesus and says, hey, there's a boy. He's got a lunch. I know all these people are hungry, but do you think this boy's lunch would help? Now, I like to think of Jesus in a lot of different ways. And sometimes I wonder, what would sarcastic Jesus look like? Okay, and now if I put on my sarcastic Jesus lens here for a second, I think, yes, Andrew, that's a good start. Now we only need 19,996 more dollars for the rest of the people, right? <laughs> or, or something like that. Obviously, that's not how the story goes, and we're thankful for that. Um, but apparently, this boy is the only one who's also smart enough to bring food for the day. <laughs> I also find that to be an interesting piece of the story. Maybe, maybe, I don't know how old he was, but maybe his mom packed his lunch for him before he went out for the day, and that's why he had food or something. Okay, verse 10. Jesus said, have the people sit down. Now there was much grass in that place, so the men sat down, about 5,000 in number. Jesus then took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to those who were seated. So also the fish as much as they wanted. And when they had eaten their fill, he told his disciples, gather up the leftover fragments that nothing may be lost. So they gathered them up and filled 12 baskets with fragments from the five barley loaves left by those who had eaten. This is the word of the Lord. So there are five barley loaves, there are two fish, and there are 5,000 people. Jesus takes this boy's lunch, he gives thanks, and starts distributing it to the people in his presence that were in need. And they picked up 12 basketfuls of leftovers. It's a pretty familiar story to many people. Who is this story about? That's a good question. (laughs) Who is this story about? 
Thank you. All right. We have one brave person. Who gets the glory in this story? Jesus. Okay. Some of you are like, I hope I don't get it wrong. Right? And who or what does Jesus use in this story? There's a boy who brought his lunch. This looks like a boy's right? There's a boy who brought his lunch. I like to imagine what was it like to be that boy on that day? I know it's not very much, Jesus. There's a lot of people here, but this is what I have to offer. Does this, does this help? Are the disciples like laughing their heads off when this happens, right? Here's what I have. I have five loaves of bread. And two fish. And this is what the boy offers to Jesus when there's 5,000 people that are seated. And Jesus receives that offering of this boy's lunch and he gives thanks and he begins to distribute it to those who are around him who are in need. What do you think, Jesus? you think he can use this? It's not much. I know that. It's just... It's just a few loaves of bread and a couple of fish. And I know there's a lot of people that are out here. But do you think you can do something with what I have? Here's my lunch. And I'm willing to let you use it for however you want. Here's my lunch, Lord. How do you want to use it? How do you want to use my lunch today? And here's the thing. That boy had no idea what Jesus was going to do. He just said, I just got a few loaves of bread and a couple of fish. Whatever you want to do, Jesus. And Jesus says, I will take that and I'm going to give thanks and I'm going to give to the people who are in need. He had no idea the kind of miracle that was going to take place when he just said, here you go, Jesus. Here's my lunch We're only $19,996 short for everybody else. Except Jesus is a God of miracles. What about you? Are you willing to offer your lunch? Are you willing to offer the gifts that you have? Are you willing to offer your talents? Are you willing to offer your passions? Here it is, Lord, my lunch. How do you want to use it? How do you want to use my major? How do you want to use my spring break? How do you want to use my my summer? How do you want to use my free time? Here it is, Lord. It's my lunch. Whatever you wish, whatever you think you can possibly do with what I have to offer. 
It's not much. But you are. And we know that you can do incredible things. My guess is that there are people in this room who hear this and then they doubt themselves. They doubt that they have much to offer. I'm not really that gifted. I'm not really that passionate. I don't really know, even know what to do with my life. I only have a couple of loaves and a couple of fish. That's not going to count for much. But that's not what Jesus is asking. Jesus is asking for us to offer what we do have. Five loaves and two fish. What would it look like for you to offer your lunch? It's been an interesting week in our country, I would say. Uh, my social media feed tells me that there are some people who are really excited about the new president and hoping that America will be great again. And there are some people that I'm friends with who uh, are devastated or sad or scared. And if your news feed looks anything like my news feed, there's just a lot of chatter that's going back and forth about this. But here's the thing that I think everybody can agree on in their differences in the social media posts. Everybody wants the world to be better. Everybody wants the world to be better. And some believe it'll be better with this candidate, and some people will be better with this candidate. But at the end of the day, all of us want the world to be a better place. So rather than talking about politics, let's just go out and make the world a better place. Let's, let's do something about it. Let's say, okay, Jesus, here's my lunch. Here's what I have to offer. I want to make the world a better place. I want to make the world a place that is, you are the center How might God want to use what you have to offer? Tonight, we have eight amazing ministries in the house tonight. Let's give it up for these people, how? Tonight, we have Young Life and Campus Life and CSM Detroit and Spring Hill and Camp Geneva, Camp Geneva and Cran Hill and uh, Experience Mission and Christian... Uh, ministries in the national parks in the back there. We strongly encourage you, we want to give you some time and space after worship tonight to go check them out. Go hear what they are doing and how you might be able to partner with them or how you might be able to partner with God in the work that they are doing in this world. Some of the ministries are based on, you know, your summer time frame. Others are, hey, during the school year, right here in the community. What would it look like for you to offer your lunch? And maybe more importantly, what do you think God could do with 500 lunches? I think it would change this community, it would change our state, it would change our country and ultimately change the world. I know it's not much, but 
here it is, Lord. Here's my lunch. And as with our Thanksgiving feast next week, may there also be leftovers. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you for the gift of tonight, the gift of worship, the gift of your word, the gift of opportunities to serve, the gift of being used by the king and creator of the universe when nothing is impossible with you and nothing is too difficult for you. So God, I pray that tonight we will have a clearer picture of of who we are and how we get to participate with the things that you are and want to be doing in us, around us, and through us, and in our world. Use us. Use our gifts. Use our talents. Use our passions. So that you and you alone get the glory. Amen.